Welcome to the Summer Rewind of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev, where we are rewinding back to some of our favorite moments from our previous seasons. Let's get it. Relationship conversations or posts that are on social media. And, you know, everyone is aware or should be aware of Brother Kevin Samuels. <laughs> Kevin Samuels, man. <laughs> Kevin Samuels, man, says everything I think, but I don't want no smoke. <laughs> Kevin Samuels, and um, he is a brother of Kappa Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Hey, man, hey, I, hey, that new, that new gets my vote. <laughs> that new gets my vote for sure. <laughs> and I, the first time he hit the scene, right, I, I was watching the video, and I was chuckling in amazement, like, wow. You really said that. And then as weeks and months go on and you're still seeing people who have clearly watched his videos subject themselves to his conversation or his approach, I'm like, well, damn, if you sign up for a silly game, you deserve to win that silly prize. But I I find it interesting in that what he says let me let me put a disclaimer. Most of the time, it's not necessarily false, but his delivery his delivery his is, delivery is ain't heavy. shit. Like it's, he don't care he don't care how it comes out. It's and a how little, you take it. He doesn't care. It's a little heavy. And yeah, but the, but the, but but what he's saying, hey man, if you if you write it down on a piece of paper and read it aloud, it's some pretty objective stuff. That it's like basic just. Like basic basic level of levels of respect and consideration. And I think like part of <laughs> if you can peel back some of the layers, it's like, oh, he's asking questions to get you to think, well, why would anybody why would anybody want that? Or why why do you why do you think that's appropriate? And a lot of the times the questions that he's asking, no one has really been asked. Or, and, and that could be chiefly responsible um, or due to the fact that um, who people are allowing to be around them, like who they're surrounding themselves with. I remember I was telling one of my students, <laughs> one of my students was, was working on a project, an art project, and he showed me, he's like, what are your thoughts? And I was like, I've seen you do better. And he, he got an attitude with me. He said, so you saying this ain't good? I said, that's not what I said. I said, when I first met you, the first thing you learned how to do was 10 times better than this. Well, my friends and, you know, everybody said this joint was fire. I was like, I didn't say it wasn't. But if everyone is around you, is clapping and agreeing with you, you need to get around other people. You're capable of being so much better than what you just put on this canvas. He ain't come by my office for like two weeks, bro. Two he wanted a participation trophy. That he he wanted me to agree. He didn't want my opinion. And after about two weeks, and uh, his art professor pretty much ripped him to shreds, gave him an F on the project. He got over himself, like that ego, and then he he apologized. He was like, "You, know, I didn't, I didn't take that too well." And I said, "It was." Your perceived reality is that I'm the best. Everything I do will be the best. And 
Nobody can change that. But, and so in saying that and tying that in with Kevin Samuels, what I really want to talk about today, Kev, is the hey, FZ, the friend zone. Friend zone? Lessons from the friend zone. Oh, man, you're going to get us, you can get us. Hopefully we get a lot of, we get a lot of listens. We get a lot of downloads on this one because the friend zone is complicated. Lessons from the friend zone. People and, don't like what they hear in the friend zone either. And, but, and so, <laughs> but, and so, Kev, think back. Right, think back. I've been in the friend zone. Oh, mind you, brother, I've been in the friend zone a couple times, multiple man. times, right? And a couple I times think... I fought my way out of it. Sometimes <laughs> like a, <laughs> fought your way out of a potato sack, nigga. <laughs> oh yeah, I fell. I fell miserably. It was. It was. It was awful. It was awful. <laughs> but I, it was and, awful, man. And and you know we were having a conversation uh, earlier about how we we as inhumans. Um, especially within the social media age, we have a skewed mindset or perception or sorry, perspective of relationships in general. And I, I, I think ultimately when anyone says or mentions, makes mention of being in the friend zone at the root of it is rejection. True. Right. Like, it, I don't want you, Kev. I don't want you. I want. I want your friend. Right, like it's, it's rejection. It's like, yeah. oh, you're like a brother to me. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> say, I say, I, I was an only child for 15 years. I don't need. I don't need this many I siblings. I don't. I'm good over here, bro. I'm good. Right, and so I think it's people can't handle rejection. But what I will say is, with that perceived reality, is that. Because I provided or I presented that the other person has to take it. Right? If I see a shorty in the club and I holler at her and I ask for her number, like she's supposed to give it to me because I am me. I ask for something and I get what I want. So that that's like a that's a skewed sense of reality. Or that could yes. be just your sense of reality. Yeah. But that yeah. doesn't mean that the shorty you're trying to holler at has to be in alignment or in agreement with that. True. And and one thing that I, I remember, <laughs> I remember, I think, the first time I recognized that I was in the friend zone, it was like Jonah inside the whale, where it was like, <laughs> wait, wait a second. How did I get like, yeah, well, man, you was trying to get a ride to a destination that you won't, you won't will never get to Nivea. Right? I was like, I did, <laughs> like, like I'm sitting, oh my God. and I remember it was like, you know, back in the day in the '90s where a TV show would happen and then like they would either look at the camera because it was like an aha moment. I had an aha moment, Kev. Like the conversation shifted to like heavily friendly conversation. And I'm just like, wait, and you was trapped in the belly of the beast of the friends. Listen, I was <laughs> in the belly, bro. And, and I was sitting there. It's like, what just happened? Like <laughs> it happened so fast. And I was like, mm, do I try to dodge it? Cause it was thrown at me. Like conversation. No, that's not for me. That's for someone else. But, or do I just accept it? 
And then, like, do I sit with it? It stung a little bit. I ain't gonna lie, right? It stung a little bit because it was like, mm. But what I will say, I think what got me to the friend zone part was that I never communicated my intentions. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things where, and I and I think a lot of us around our age group and even younger, like, there's this assumption that they know why I'm talking to them this way. There's an assumption that they know that every time I answer their phone call or their text message or whatever, that this is the reason why, like, there's an assumption that they know that I'm trying to holler, right? There's, there's this assumption. And when you assume, right, you make an ass out of you and me, if you know how to spell it. Yeah, man. For sure. And I and so like when I was just sitting there thinking like, ah, the friend zone. And I remember <laughs> I remember my one of my frat brothers, uh, his sons, his oldest son, he calls me Unc. So I go over there and um he was just sitting. I pull up to the house in the driveway. They had a long ass driveway, by the way. So he's just sitting there by the mailbox, just like staring in the road, and I'm just like, What is he staring at? So I park, I get up, I mean get out the car and I'm like, yo. What's up, um? <laughs> so I started, I was like, damn, who stole his big wheel? <laughs> I was hot. So I go in the house. I was like, let me, let me drop this off. And then I was like, yo, hold on. I'll be right back. So I go in the house. I was like, what happened to my nephew? They was like, you're going to have to ask him. I was like, somebody broke his heart. <laughs> and his dad covers his face. He's like, man, I ain't laughing at my son. He said, but he got his first taste of heartbreak or rejection. I was like, all right. So we go in there. And with- it happens. We we I mean you know make it builds character. Uh, man, I'm telling you, man. I hey hey I've 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 become funnier, more charismatic, yo more more communicative. As a result, right? As a result of rejection, it teaches you stuff, right? And so as we're having a conversation, I'm finding out that uh, somebody that he wanted to be his main squeeze, right? The 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 one on his starting lineup. shot him down and called him brother and he was like bro I shattered <laughs> oh let me brother I don't even go to church with her he was I don't like, even go to church with her he's like bro I shattered into a thousand pieces in the hallway right by my lock <laughs> damn yo that's and that's said, heartbreak that's some heartbreaking shit I said and what did she do he was like he was like yo she walked off and stepped all on the crumbled pieces <laughs> yep been there young I fella said, <laughs> been there plenty said, times <laughs> well I said yo it happens and Sad to say, but this probably won't be the worst that you ever will feel with rejection. But I was trying to get to the, like, try to understand, like, where does the rejection come from? Like, where does that, that denial or that, that fear of rejection, like, where does that come from to the point where we are so embedded in our perceived reality that when shit really happens, the fulfilled reality or the actual reality we're in denial. Like, nah, that ain't it. Like, nah, she ain't, she ain't turned me down. Like I asked her, she wanted to dance in the club. She ain't say no. I think part of it is like you pat, you know, we pad our ego, you know, and I, I look at it, you know, I'll use myself as, as an example. In in some situations I come off as extremely confident. And I could have the same kind of behavior 
in other situations and people may perceive me to be com- completely arrogant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In that mindset, I have to be, I have to be that same individual across like different verticals across like different lanes because part, at least for me, my arrogance or my confidence has also led to success. Mm-hmm. So when you use like the same application and the same tool for different situations, yeah. people perceive it differently. And so like, if I'm approaching a woman, I'm like Kobe, man, I'm gonna shoot my shot. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm gonna shoot my shot. If you go in, cool. If you don't, cool. But I think in developing that, I'm 40 years old now. When I was 19, 21, 25, mm-hmm. bruh, the, you know, it was more so like feeding my ego mm. because I was using that experience to help build my confidence. Okay. Yeah. Versus now, it's more so like, all right, you go after what you want. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, it ain't the end of the world. And nine times out of 10, it's no indictment on me. Mm. Why, why someone will, you know, at least in the case of the friend zone, why a woman would say, okay, I'd rather be friends with Kev than lovers with Kev. Yeah. Which is, which is cool too. But I think I have, I have hindsight now. I have perspective now where when I was younger, I was trying to develop that. I was trying to, I was trying to figure out, you know, what my lane really was Mm -hmm. Because I ain't gonna lie, you know, I would say 50-50, right? Like 50-50. I say half the girls I liked didn't like me back coming up. Mm-hmm. I would say about half. The other half loved me. So That's I'm a conflict- good percentage, Kev. That's good hey, percentage. Hey, man, hey, bro, hey. I'm just saying, man, if you can end up, yo, if you can end up shooting 50% from, from the, the line, field, yeah. from, from the field, man, you shoot 50% from the field, and you do that over an extended period of time, man. That's a right. Hall of Fame career. You're doing brother. all right. That's a ring. That's a Hall of Fame that's career. That's a ring. Yeah. But but even in the situations where maybe it was maybe it was thirty or forty percent, I still you know I still hit my fair fair share of shots. But I also think um, when you when you're a young man and you're trying to like figure out what to say to a woman or what what makes her tick. Or a, a lot of it is exploratory. Yeah. You know, is a lot of it is exploratory because women, at least, at least with the sisters that I've dealt with, if I'm already arrogant or confident or whatever, they might feel a certain kind of way about me anyway and might not want to share. Yeah, because they might not share that same level of confidence or whatever. Like, like the, the real ones, fellas, the real ones that's out there, they ain't gonna tell you all their business out off the rip. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like you got to earn some of that. Yeah, work for ladies, some of that. Yeah, at least the ladies, at least the ladies that that probably gonna add some good value to your life. They just ain't gonna, they just ain't gonna be an open book. So you got to work on it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I, and I had to learn too. Um, my blind spots. It's like, yo, okay, well, yo, I might come off as like that arrogant, <laughs> that arrogant motherfucker, man. And that shit could be a turnoff, mm-hmm. right? Even though that's not my intent. And so I think part of it is we, as men, we kind of go through life and we try to find lanes to build our confidence, to have that level of understanding. 
to shoot our shot and not be disappointed by the outcome. Yeah. But that shit takes work, man. That shit takes work. I'm like the LeBron James of women, man. I'm like four for six <laughs> for out of championships. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, I, I've been to 10 finals. I only won four. You know what I mean? It ain't, you know what I'm saying? It ain't no spectacular shit. But the fact that I've been to 10 finals, like, yo. It speaks it, volumes, brother. Yo, it speaks volumes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't bring on the ring on every occasion. That's all right. But I, will, but I will say, like, within those losses, it builds character mm. and understanding. Yeah. But it only, yes, if you allow it to. And that I, part. And but I but think, you said ego earlier. You say ego. Yeah. You, you mentioned ego. Yeah. And, and some people, you know, they, their ego won't allow that ha- to happen because, right. yo, I should be able to, I should be able to get out of this friend zone. Or I'm not a friend. I'm your man. I'm not a friend. I'm your man. So uh, I'm glad you said that. Has, <laughs> what does it look like? Can you get out of the friend zone? Man, I, I wouldn't advise people to think you can. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's tough. It, it's tough. Because I'm I'm thinking, like, I won't say never. In my head, I won't say never. I would think it would no matter what you do, I think once you once the once once your membership in the friend zone has been uh Established once you have been initiated and you Man, probated. They give you a membership card. Right? It's a wrap, bro. Once you have, once you have crossed the burning sands of the friend zone, Man. I don't think you can uncross them. And I think, Man, you watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians and and uh, waiting to exhale in the same night. <laughs> you don't want that, bro. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that, bro. <laughs> but I'm just like I mean, thinking, like, how does one? How does one land, like, exit the friend zone? And I think we have to even even then dial it back. Once you recognize that you're in the friend zone, I think there's a conversation that you have to have with yourself in terms of, am I okay with being their friend? Hey, man, yeah. Or you flip it, man. Like, if you're feeding your ego in the first place, and, you know, this is just some game, you know, the way I've gotten out of the friend zone previously is yo i flipped the 80 20 man you should get 20 percent man if i'm a friend then you don't get boyfriend like like if i'm a friend you don't get boyfriend level treatment that's fair that's if I'm fair a friend too. you don't get you don't get boyfriend uh text messages and emojis if i'm a friend you don't get uh we go out on we go out on go to dinner then yo if it's dutch it's dutch if we Wanna friends because i'm a friend if we friends right okay <laughs> so, god <laughs> you're savage bro but i can hey, see no, that no, no, real, though, that's, man, that's, that's real that's real game that's, that's real, real talk. Game. No expectations. so if i'm a friend then yo don't don't uh, don't lean on me for support of like boyfriend you know yeah. significant other kind of qualities you know because that because i'm just a friend and, and that is that is how i flipped it but then it's but then it's kind of tricky because it's like yo did the woman did she like was she lying in the first place uh, you know what I'm saying so but I ain't saying that that was the case but the times that I've I know I've made it out of the friend zone mm-hmm. and it's been few but the times that I have is because I reversed it I yeah. reversed it like pops and boomerang I reversed <laughs> it <laughs> I reversed it. I went. Hey, it was 80-20, Danny. You flip that twenty eighty on them, and, and and people start to sweat. 
Because then they say, oh, shit, this dude actually has some value mm. and other people are debating on putting them on, putting them in the friend zone. So now I got competition. Yeah, yeah now I'm not the only one. <laughs> now I'm not the only one. And, I, and that's, a, that's a good point. And I, I have climbed out of the friend zone twice that, I, that I'm fully aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a challenge, but once... Once, right, you are initiated and you are, uh, go, you go to Hawaii and they, they and they lay you, right, with Man, with the lay. I don't, want, I don't want that type of lay, brother. Right. <laughs> that was the Too, whole point. Touche. <laughs> to continue listening to Lessons from the Friend Zone, check out Season 3, Episode 26 of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. Available on all streaming platforms. Stay cool and be light.